You're listening to No Excuses, the show that helps subscription companies build and grow their business through direct and honest feedback. On the road to success, there are no excuses. And now for your host, the chairman of SUPTA, Chris George. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a No Excuses with Chris G. Super excited today. I've got Jill Adato with Kids Baking Club. Jill, thanks so much for being on. Excited to be here. Of course. And so for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, this is our Tuesday No Excuses with Chris G, where subscription companies will come on. They'll ask me questions about their business. I'll do my best to help them as much as I can. Uh, and as a reminder, I'm the chairman and co-founder of Subta. We built Subta as a leading resource to help entrepreneurs find profitability through subscription-based businesses. And if you want to be on this show, you can apply to do that at LinkedIn at subta.com slash Chris G. So Jill, again, thanks for being on. Tell us quickly and those watching um, a little bit more about Kids Baking Club. Well, first I want to say thank you for paying it and loving it forward. Of course. Of course. <laughs> absolutely. I'm the founder of Kids Baking Club. We are a theme-based process learning baking and decorating kits for kids. We send them all over the country. And we launched in, uh, early launch was in May, then we launched in June, 2020. Uh, December, we did really well. We hit 543 Amazing. subscribers. We're very excited about that. And today is a very full circle moment right now. So it's very interesting that you we scheduled it today. Today, one year ago, I could not go into the preschool that I loved and had owned for many, many years because what I used to live in was called the Sunshine State. It's now called the Sun, the Shutdown State. <laughs> we have not opened. So I went through a huge pivot, went into online, found that subscription boxes was the way to go. I took all my years of teaching and baking and decorating classes with kids and my YouTube channel and put it all in theme process learning boxes. And it's been really, really exciting. Amazing. Well, look, you know, it you took a situation, you've pivoted. Yeah. You launched another brand. You had more than 500 subscribers go out in December. It's great, right? And it's yeah. exciting. Yes. Yeah, of course. And what we want to do is help you grow even more and scale this business even more. So uh, let's start off. Fire off your first question. And okay. we're going to go for about 15, so 20 minutes. I have five recipes that have been in our boxes. And I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite recipe that you would love to learn how to make? And then there's a question behind it, okay? Got so the it. first one is warm biscuits with honey butter, mm. brown butter chocolate chip cookies, mm. homemade fantasy chicken tenders, unicorn raspberry cupcakes, and then if we have time, I have a fire round where you have to answer just one word or one sentence answers. Okay. So of those four, which re recipe would you have loved to learn how to make? The cookie. That's the green one. Oh, the brown butter. Oh, those are so good. Have you had brown butter cookies? <laughs> have you ever had brown butter? No. <gasps> You've never had brown butter? You have to send me a box so I can have I my, nephew, uh, my niece <laughs> and my nephew make it. Do I do not have any kids, no, but I've got six nieces and nephews. So I'll okay, have I will send you a box. All right, deal. Okay, question. What organic marketing are you seeing promise during these days? And I have an illustration. You know I'm a teacher, right? Yep. Okay. So here's the perfect customers, right? Here's my box. 
I used to think that we needed to bring the customers to the box. I now know eight months in that we have to bring the customers, the box to the customers. So there's this sweet spot in here. Like what are the things organically that we can do that can bring our box to the customer? Content. Content. Content, content, content. Content on social, content on YouTube. You going on and talking about the different recipes, making the different meals on camera, talking about, it's not just that, right? Because what I love about your business is you're doing things that are activities instead of sitting yeah. on the phone and playing apps or playing video games, yes. right? Parents are always struggling with getting their kids to play more sports, do more arts and craft. You now have the ability to do that. So what I would be doing is coming out with content about the importance of that yes. and why we need to keep them active. You're bringing value to that audience, just like you were showing you want to bring the box to them, bring them value. And then that is the best way to get some organic coverage to your business. And where are some places that you would be doing that? So your target audience is, it's really the parents that have kids, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Our what, buyer is not our customer. Right. What is the age demographic for the, what's the kid? This goes up to what age? We start at five going up to 12. Our medium age of interest right now is around eight years old. And what do you think the, the demographic is of the parents? What age? 35 to 45. I mean, listen, the, 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 the best customers are grandparents. You know what? Uh, your best customers are grandparents? Our half of our customers are grandparents. So uh, initially I'm going to Facebook, right? But, but I know you're having a little bit of an issue with Facebook ads, but it doesn't mean you can't start to create a community on there. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of TikTok, and I know the audience would be young, but that audience is getting older, and there's a lot of people that are cooking things on TikTok that are going viral. And I can just imagine you get some parents cooking with their kids. I mean, the audience is there. The attention's on TikTok. Yeah. And the reason why I like it too is because it's free. Yeah, we're doing and that. YouTube, actually, I would start building a YouTube channel. Huh? I'd build a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, I have one. I have 11 million views on it. No way. <laughs> no paid spend? 60,000 subscribers. No, no paid. Spend. And I get paid. Okay, but that 11 million views, is that drive you? sure you watch the advertisements down below all right so you get paid what it, does that 11 million views does that drive you subscribers well it was the 11 million views was really based on my baking and decorating that i was doing in my youtube channel but now we're transferring it over to kids baking club so that's just been in the last month so some of them have some of my videos have gone like a million views per video uh but we don't have a I haven't really seen a lot of conversion from that, but we yeah. do get a lot of downloads of our free eBooks. Well, the content is probably not related to the subscription that's in that video. There's 11 million views, right? Yeah. Some, some of it is, but the big viral ones have are not. Yeah. So we got to just start building the content towards this. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got a base. You got 60,000 subs. I'd double yeah. down on the YouTube channel. I know we are hundred percent. Good, 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 good. Are you ready for the next question? I am. Okay, unicorn cupcakes, chicken tenders, or warm biscuits with honey butter? Warm biscuits with honey butter. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm a carb guy, can't you tell? <laughs> uh, so how do you find out why people buy from your competitors? It's an interesting question. So 
I have a big argument about not worrying about the competition. It can become very distracting. Mm. And I want you to focus on your business and building the best experience for your business. That being said, there's nothing wrong with looking at what competitors are doing, maybe ordering from your competitors to see if they're providing a better customer experience, but I don't like to dwell on it. <laughs> That's okay. But I don't like to dwell on it. I don't like to check their social and be like, oh my God, why do they have more Instagram followers than us? Or why, you know, I don't like that. We can't waste time on it. You got to build your business. Okay. Um, but don't just focus on building yourself the best business. And if you want to know what your customers like and don't like, email your customers and survey them, find out what they like and don't like, let them make better decisions. Another really important factor is you want to find out not only from your current subscribers, what they like and don't like, but the ones that left. So I recommend brands to call 10 customers that are currently members, thank them for being a member and ask them what they love and don't love about it. Okay. And then call 10 that left. Yeah. And then, for them taking the time, tell them you'll send them something, a box or a mini, just do something for them. Yeah. I always you reach know. out to them and just say, you know, we have some free, you can go to our blog and get free recipes and yep. things like that. And if you have a reason why you left us, a lot of them is that they just ran out of the kids interest because they mm -hmm. went back to school or um, it was a gift from a grandma or things like mm -hmm. that. So really never anything. I mean, obviously we've got some critique, but for the most part, and we just want to warm them back when yeah. we're ready. Yeah. That's good. Okay. You ready for your next question? Yeah. Chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. <laughs> These are so good, by the way. <laughs> you mix them with cereal, crushed cereal, and then really? um, uh, buttermilk dressing the packet. Wow. And you dip them in butter. And unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. They are so good. Okay. How best can I utilize me in sharing the mission, our why, in the baking kit? When I first started, I thought, I'm not going to be seen. I don't want to be known. You know, you go on some about us things, and then you don't even see who the owner is. And then I realized when I started doing live summer baking camps, I realized that that was actually me being involved was part of it. So yep. now how do you tell a founder or someone involved in the business to get out there and be part of the mission? You you want to know how I could tell you to do it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know the answer. I mean, yeah. I'm going to tell you to create content. You know you have to, yeah. right? Like people buy brands, not product. Yes. You need to build a relationship with the consumer. I just spoke in front of like, I don't know, 70 students in at ASU just before this. I was on a Zoom call and I got two more classes I got to do after. Oh. And I, um, yeah, they had me as a guest speaker. So one of the things I told them was this exact same thing. People buy brands, not product. Perfect yeah. example. Uh, a PC is probably a better computer and it's half the price, but everybody wants a Mac. Yeah. Mac built the brand. They built the relation. They built the lifestyle. You never see anybody put a sticker over the Apple logo on the back of their MacBook, right? right? Got you know. I, I joke, but like, God forbid, a young college kid sends a text to somebody and it comes in green. Like they're not doing that. It's yeah. got to be iMessage, right? Yeah. So build a community. Build a relationship with the consumers. Build a brand. And if you're the brand, right? You're the brains behind each of these recipes. You've got. You've got this passion for getting kids to do more activities and learn yeah. to cook. You're a preschool teacher. You love kids. Like when the people find out about that and they love you, 
they're going to back your product. Okay. Yeah, I know that brand marketing is a slow burn and digital marketing is, you know, in your face, but, and you can't really measure brand marketing, but once you keep dividends, it's the time dividends, over time dividends, everything you do now, it doesn't matter if you make a video tomorrow and one person watches it. Yeah. When I used to do these lives, I used to only have a couple people that watch it. Now, by the end of the week, a thousand people will see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One of the brand strategies that we did is that everybody, when they order, they get a free apron. So this is our bumper sticker. So we know that parents will Mm -hmm. take a picture, put it on their social media, and then our name is right there. You should add add pins every month and they can add a pin to their apron. We have talked about gamification. We have yeah. right now, we're just doing a cookie cutter, a yeah. cookie cutter, but that's a really good idea. Yeah. Every month they get a new pin and they yeah. can put it on their apron and then they can take photos with it. People like okay. to collect things. Yeah. True. 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 Yeah. Okay. You ready for your last question? I am. So you do not like unicorn raspberry cupcakes? No, I wanted that dessert. <laughs> oh, now we're at dessert. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What are key indicators of successful subscription boxes? Great question. Most successful boxes will have an amazing customer experience. Mm. Most successful boxes won't only just focus on customer acquisition, but they will just as much focus on retention. Most successful boxes will survey their audience and gather data and understand Mm -hmm. what the audience wants, not what you think they want, which means Surveying them to get feedback about every monthly box and making adjustments to your business. We as founders think we know what the audience wants, but we don't always know. Yeah, right? you're right. Um, I, I I think people might like pins, but you might find out that like they just throw those away. So like yeah. let's take the pins out, right? You want to find out what the audience wants. We adjust the gentleman's box from monthly to quarterly because we found out what the audience wanted. The mm-hmm. audience was canceling because they had too many items. So we moved to a quarterly model. Now they get four boxes a year instead of 12. Mm. Big deal. We just eliminated a reason to cancel. Did you up your price? Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they weren't canceling because it cost too much. They weren't canceling because they didn't like it. They were canceling because they had too many items. So we put higher quality items every quarter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Do we have time for your fire? Fire them off. Well, these this are is the most fun one I've had because you like got me in. I think you're interviewing me now. I don't know what's going on here. This is firecracker kebabs. These are so good. Amazing. Too. Okay. Real quick response. Ready? Okay. What's your favorite product that you use? <laughs> quick. Jesus. Uh, quick re- favorite product? Yeah. Are like you? something on your face. Is it clothing that you wear? Is oh, it- hoodies. Hoodies. All day hoodies. Hoodies. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have a certain every day? Like, like the uh, softness. Yeah, I just like the way they feel, all the comfiness of them. Plus, I got a hoodie brand launching eventually, so oh. like. But no, but I've been wearing hoodies for a long time. I'm a big hoodie guy. Okay. Do you actually use the hood, or is it just a thing? Oh yeah, when I walk the dogs, it's cold. Oh. I'm in Detroit, so it gets cold over here. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. it does get cold there. Uh, what's your favorite meal you had as a child? <laughs> That's a great question. Um. It was an Arabic, it was an Arabic food that my mom would make. Oh, what is it? Called kubba hamath. So Ooh, what's in it? it's just what's that? What's in it? It's like a cream of rice made into a ball with like hamburger meat inside and this broth, mm-hmm. tomato paste broth. Yes, yeah, really good. Oh yeah, yeah. 
what to today. Huh? still my favorite to today oh, who makes it for you now my mom oh your mom oh, oh yeah. 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 she knows she knows <laughs> uh what box niche right now you think is saturated probably beauty mm, i was gonna say that too mm. yeah the pampering stuff okay uh who inspired your entrepreneurial dreams Well, I started young. Um, I mean, I had my best friend's dad. My best friend at the time, his dad got me into my first business. He was a successful entrepreneur. So it started from there. Um, and then I got inspiration, guys like Gary Vee, you know, things that Steve Jobs has done, right? Like yeah. uh, entrepreneur, it's just like in my blood. I love, uh, I started off young age buying and selling stuff. So it's always been there. That's cool. I like that. Um, what is one thing you haven't done yet? That I would do or I wouldn't do? I don't know. You get to answer it any way you want to. <laughs> One thing I haven't done yet? Yeah. Skydiving. Ooh. Would you, oh, so I live where there's hot air. I live at the wineries, and they do hot air balloons and skydiving yeah. all the time. So I don't oh. know if I would do it, though. Oh, really? Yeah, I might. Okay. Well, if you come to California, there's an area called Paris. California, which is a town right near me, and that's where Tom Cruise jumps and oh, a lot really? of people. Yeah, really cool. Okay. If you were to start a new subscription box, I think you just answered this. If you were able to start a new subscription box, what would it be? I would, well, I would target, my target demographic would be leaning towards female more than male. Oh. Um, Gosh, great question. For starting a new box. Man, Jill, you got me in the spot here. I haven't thought much about I, okay, I'll tell you what I would tell you the elements of the box that I would Okay. It would have an element of de, like a depleting product in it, meaning like it needs to be replenished. Or replenished product. Okay. Yeah. Who target at that point, it doesn't matter as much if it targets female or male. Um, on the Discover Delight, like you just see the brands like Faf and Fun, Ipsy, they've had a lot of success. They're able to scale them to north of a million subscribers, right? Replenishment. Um, and yeah, I just don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know the answer what I would do. I, it's funny. I got to ask a, a subscription business that I would start. And what I said was that somebody needs to take all the streaming services and bundle them. And then offer them at a discount. So Peacock, Netflix, YouTube, Hulu. Somebody needs to take them all, like make a deal with all of them. Yeah. Because, like they're all stealing their flagship shows. And like now you can't, like you got to have them all. You need Disney Plus. If you want to watch Mandalorian, you got to go to Disney Plus. You want to watch Stranger Things and Ozark, you got to have Netflix. You want to watch The Office? It's not on Netflix anymore. You got to get Peacock. So yeah. you got to bundle that all up. Yeah, that's very smart. Very, very smart. Uh, last question is. If someone was starting brand new and they came to you and asked you, what would be the first thing that they would need to do with their idea? Build a go-to-market strategy. Okay. I think that we know that ideas are cheap. What, what's more critical is you could have the greatest idea in the world, but if nobody knows it exists, you don't have a marketing strategy, it's useless. Okay. It's not feel the dreams, right? Like you can't build it and like anybody's coming. So yeah, what a hawk that was for us. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, 
I, like when people pitch me ideas, which happens pretty regularly, or I'm coming up with my own, number one thing it's built first is the go-to-market strategy. I want to know what you're going to do to get eyeballs on this business. I don't care how good the idea is. Yeah, I love that. And then I have a, a thing that I want to change a word in the subscription box industry. And I sure. want to know if you would think of a different word. Okay. So the word scale. So first of all, I don't weigh myself. I don't like scales. I don't want to be around a scale. And scale goes up and down. So you can get on a scale, you scale, you gain 10 pounds, which is not great unless you're really thin, you want to gain weight, or it goes down. So scale to me means up and down, but we say it as if it's a trajectory. Uh, it's been a it's been a valley thing, right? So for years they they you know in the valley, all these businesses, you know, how do you scale your business? How do you scale yes. your business? Yes, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's just I mean, scale it to growth. I think the I don't know how to change that word. I think it's well if anyone can do it, you can. So if you have a hashtag with a I new change it, huh? What would I change it to? I don't yeah. know. I mean the word grow, but yeah, but that's not fun. It's got to be like, yeah, I'll think about it. And then by September and sub to conference, you can just launch it. Just launch the new word, change the dictionary. Hashtag whatever. Well, I think I tried to introduce a new word a couple of years ago, the co-opetition, which is like you can work with your competitors. Mm. Co-opetition. So mm. I think it might be where I don't even know. But sorry, I didn't have a I didn't have a good word for you to replace scale with yet. Okay. Well, you can send me your address so I can send the box to your yeah, office. For sure. And then they'll make you the unicorn cupcakes. <laughs> Amazing. Jill, thank you for getting a, um, a candy mold and they're going to learn how to make the unicorn uh, cupcake topper. What, what's the website if anybody watching wants to go order your kit? <gasps> that is so exciting that you gave me that opportunity. It's kidsmakingclub.com. All right, guys, check it out. The site's actually great. I got a chance to look at it. He did a good job on this site. I didn't get to go in depth, but yeah, my son did that. He did a good job. Yes, he did you. a real good job. I like the video in the front. I like how the words come flying in. Very simple. I didn't look at it on mobile, but I assume it's, I assume it's mobile friendly. Yes. Um, Jill, this is amazing. I hope this was helpful for you. Helpful. Those oh. that are watching, uh, I hope you learned something. And we learned about content and the drawings. It's all in there with all the things you said. Amazing. Um, Jill, and it sounds like I'll see you in Dallas. Yes. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited too. And if you need anything after this, please email me. And for those of you watching, if you want to be on the show again, it's Chris. It's subta.com slash Chris G. Hope you enjoyed this. And I'll be on live Friday. Thank you guys so much. Hope you have a good week. Thanks. Inspiring all those college students. Of course. Thank you for listening to No Excuses with Chris George. If you like this show and found it valuable, please subscribe and share. See you next time. And remember, on the road to success, there are no excuses.